You're going to be like, it's make it sexier. <laughs> sexier. No, I'm, no, no, no. Not like I'm that. Really... Like this. Hot tweets. And then they're just going to use your voice for it. Like the, yeah. <laughs> you want it done right, do it yourself. God damn. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Wrecked Podcast. I am Bunchu alongside my esteemed colleague and co-host, Crypto Chamber. I would say, I would argue, the most influential man in crypto of 2019, Crypto Chamber. <laughs> I would agree with you, at least in my mind. Uh... <laughs> How you doing, buddy? Doing pretty good, man. You know, we're... Uh... The most influential podcast. I mean, that's that's not even an argument at this point. Um, yeah, someone recognized me on the street today. I'm waiting for that time that somebody hears my voice and says, "Are you Chamber?" And it's never gonna happen. <laughs> uh, someone recognized me. On, I, they're just like, "Hey, you owe me money." <laughs> like, oh, gotta go. <laughs> so my, uh, I'll tell you a funny story. Actually, my uh, my mom, uh, mom, if you're listening, you know this. So I'm gonna talk some trash about you for a second. Um, Your mom she, owes you money. She, she, no, she is a, a habitual um, storyteller. Uh, by that I mean she makes shit up all the time. And, <laughs> and and it's just like it's like a it's second nature to her. She doesn't even do it on purpose. It's just like a. It, it's like a, a twitch of some sort. And uh, one time she was saying, oh, I was doing, I, I think she was she said she was hiking or something and she was wearing uh, like like one of our shirts. And she's like, yeah, somebody had stopped me and said that they knew the show and blah, blah, blah. blah. I'm like, she's telling me this. I'm like, I don't believe this for one fucking minute. Mom. Shut up. Oh my God, there's no way. <laughs> there is no way where she lives in rural, you know, Ontario. Hey, we're that's... big in Canada. We I just sent you are the top five uh, tech podcasts in We Canada. are. That is a fact, but I still do not believe my mom. I'm sorry I don't believe your mom, but... You've given me a lifetime of 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 uh, history to base my judgment on. So I believe you, Mrs. Chamber. I well, believe you. She'll, she'll be happy to hear that. But yeah, no, that's she told me that one time. I'm like, mm, I don't believe you. <laughs> hey, I'm always like so shocked when like my real life friends know and they like screenshot me something or. Uh, Actually, my buddy um, Elliot the other day, he was listening and then sent me and uh, like a group text with my wife. And it was after we did the pie draft. And he, <laughs> he said that me and his wife had the exact same picks for pies. Really? And yours yes. were pretty like... Yeah. I wouldn't say not, like... I mean, like they, weren't, they weren't like rare pies, but definitely not your standards. Right. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, you know. That's pretty impressive. So, anyway, what are we doing here today? A show. For the people listening at home, we've, we're doing back-to-back shows uh, Monday and Tuesday uh, to to uh, make up for some of the traveling we have to do. Uh, so, getting two shows out back-to-back is, uh, at times, a little a little tough. Yeah, nothing happens between in the 24 hours since we did the first show. And we, you know, we give our all to these podcasts as far as, you know, bringing the energy and uh, carefully curating the 
30 second news stories we bring you. (laughs) (laughs) It's so funny when you talk about the energy because uh, when I edit, I hear all of the uh, preamble before we start recording and both of us are just like, yeah, you know. mm -hmm, mm -hmm, And then as soon as that light goes on. Exactly. It is on fire fire <laughs> that's it we're throwing seven different types of smoke at you at Rex so podcast. Funny. um anyway we've got a show instead of show you. absolutely <laughs> we've got a show i'm actually throwing in i'm throwing in an audible here that we didn't talk about pre-show Ooh. when is this show coming out uh this show is going to come out uh thursday so it will be a thanksgiving show for it will anybody be a in show, yes. um, uh, the U.S. that's listening, so at the end of the show here, uh, we are going to talk. We are going to give three things. So I'll give you the whole show to think about. We're going to give three things in crypto that you are thankful for, Chamber. All right. Oh, <laughs> all right. This is good stuff. <laughs> so this you can funny. you can keep you can think about that all show long, and we will hit that at the very end. We will finish on that. But with that, uh, let's take a moment to hear from our sponsor, my bookie. Want to put your extensive sports knowledge to the test? Get it done with my bookie. With the NFL in full swing and the NBA and NHL season upon us, it's time to get off the sideline and get into the action with MyBookie. The best part is, if you join right now, MyBookie will double your first deposit. That's right. If you put in $1,000, they'll give you $1,000. That's double your initial deposit. You can use that on all your favorite picks. Use promo code R-E-K-T to activate the offer. That's promo code RECT to double your cash. Visit mybookie.ag today. You play, you win, you get paid. And we're back. <laughs> wow. It's funny every time. I, want, <laughs> I always wanted to be like a uh, baseball radio announcer. When oh, I was of course. Young. Yeah, like I have... I have the corny voice when I put it on, you know? You have one of the better voices uh, like, in, in the biz. Yeah. In, <laughs> in that, you know, I would say I'm a top 200 crypto podcast voice in the space. Honestly, top two. Top two? I mean, I'm the, I'm the other one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, my know. voice, uh, no, my voice is kind of annoying, but you have a good unique voice i think that really uh you know really carries the show through uh each episode so and here's the three two pitch (laughs) just a bit outside and this pitch was brought to you by goldfish the snack that smiles back the snack that smiles back (laughs) (laughs) so look we have careers to fall back on in case yeah so anyway with that let's get into a quick little bit of news Chamber, start us off. We only got a couple news stories here. I feel like this show might be quick and dirty, but it's Thanksgiving. We're going to, you know, we got to do what we got to do. Yeah, these need to be digestible uh, so people can eat the big meal later today. I have a feeling you will unbutton your pants listening to this show. I'm not wearing any pants, uh, just an <laughs> FYI, so that one's on you. Uh, <laughs> I'm wearing sweatpants. So. Nice. <laughs> Uh, is your Thanksgiving attire like loose pants? Is that would you say That's that a you, good question. you aim for that or no? Um, I have a phobia. Uh, I don't know if it's a phobia, but I don't like eating in front of other people. 
What? I'm a sh- I'm that's a like shame. my favorite. I'm thing a shame do. eater. Like I'll oh, eat a I'm lot. I'm like, watch me, you sloppy <laughs> bitch. Watch me eat this stuff. So I always tell my wife, like when I go out for work, you know, if I'm doing trips and stuff like that, I always lose weight. Like we'll do all sorts of drinking, but I eat, I eat, you know, barely anything. A, I don't want to mess my clothes up um, because I'm a messy eater and I'm always worried about spilling stuff on myself or getting barbecue sauce on myself at some point. Uh, It happened to me while I was in Nashville. Sure enough, like the one thing I freaking ate one day. It was, uh, I put a, lot, a little extra barbecue sauce on it, ended up right on my shirt, and then I ran. I, did, I would never have pegged you for a shy eater. Oh, I'm the worst. So, yeah, I, I hate eating in front of people. So, yeah, typically, not a huge, I'll just eat a reasonable amount. Um, but, you know, when it's just, you know, when it's just the gals, um, I will uh, I will devastate a meal. Uh, no, no problem at all. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyway, get to your news. So uh, my news is obviously from theblockcrypto.com. Um, the snack that smiles back. The snack that smiles back. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is uh, a little bit of Ripple news. Uh, Ripple. Yeah. The best kind of news. Uh, Rippleback Omni is reportedly shutting down Cell's engineering team to Coinbase. Interesting turn of events here. Um, physical rental startup Omni is set to shut down its operations by late 2019 following its unsuccessful attempt to profit off its equipment rentals and physical storage services, TechCrunch reported yesterday. Uh, we will be winding down operations at Omni and closing the platform by the end of the year, an Omni, uh, an Omni spokesman told TechCrunch. Quote, we are proud of what we built and incredibly thankful for everyone who supported our vision over the past five and a half years. Uh, the company has not made an official announcement regarding its closure. Uh, founded in 2015, Omni offers on-demand delivery and storage services at a cost of a few dollars per month. Uh, the company received $25 million from Ripple in 2018. Um, talk about the top. <laughs> uh, other major investors included Fly. Flybidge? Um, Highland, Flybidge. Yeah, well, good old Flybidge. Uh, uh, <laughs> Highland, uh, Founders Fund, and Allen and & Company. Uh, while attracting substantial interest from investors, the company struggled with scalability. Uh, in May, Omni sold its physical storage operations to Clutter to focus on providing rental services, but was not able to turn the business around. By now, the company has reached an agreement with Coinbase to sell its engineering team uh, to the latter, a Coinbase spokesman told TechCrunch. So, um, you know, Coinbase uh, sucking up all the old, uh, you know, garbage they can find at this point, uh, solidifying their coffers. Um, but uh, unfortunately, uh, Ripple-backed Omni is, uh, will be no longer. Um, probably probably got probably should have got backed by somebody else at this point um, yeah I, I don't know um it it you know this stuff doesn't shock me i think uh i think a lot of people were taking money uh from from crypto companies back in 2018 and uh now obviously we know where especially the shit coins are uh it does not shock me that some of these companies are are you know f- closing their doors so uh, and the big ones are prevailing, right? Your Coinbase are are taking over. Um, like, who, what was the other one? There was uh, who bought Poloniex? Um, uh, Circle, and then, and then they sold it at a loss, I think, right? Like yeah, not that long ago. Circle, yeah. So you know, these, like a huge loss. <laughs> yeah. So these types of things happen. Um, and then yeah, the the companies that are you know a little bit more secured um, take advantage. So it doesn't shock me that Coinbase uh, is uh, sweeping up what they can. 
Interesting. Um, what do you got? Mine is uh, under the subcategory crime. this is from uh this story is from the block crypto yogita katari i feel like i use all of her stories so we might have to you know reach out to her at some point so (laughs) um the cftc collected over 1.3 billion in penalties this year, the fourth highest total in its history. So the U.S. Uh, CFTC collected 1.3 in regulatory penalties in the fiscal year 2019, and that's 40% more than 2018, and it's the fourth highest in its history. Uh, the SEC, on the other hand, wow, uh, collected over 4.3 billion in penalties this year so um and this is you know cftc is the commodity futures trading commission so we're you know talking about uh all these securities and all this stuff and that is not specifically just crypto but crypto has had a large part of it so in um wow it's gone up a lot in the last couple of years. Uh, so 1.3 billion this year in 2017, for example, it's only 412 million. So it's tripled since then. Um, so the breadth and significance of the enforcement activity in 2019 is reflected in the fact that the filed cases um, had some of the most significant commodities fraud manipulation spoofing cases in the history of the agency. So um, they didn't delineate the amount collected specifically from crypto, but they noted that several related actions uh, involved millions of dollars, including charges against a crypto escrow firm's uh, chief, Bitcoin trading firm, Control Finance, a Chicago trader, and CabbageTech.co. I don't know what that is, but sounds Did you say gross. Cabbage Tech? Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> Honey, eat your Cabbage Tech. <laughs> no dessert unless you eat your Cabbage Tech. <laughs> Uh, among others, <laughs> uh, the CFCT will continue to work to hold fraudsters accountable where appropriate, um, says the guy here quoted McDonald, uh, James McDonald. So um, tough shit, huh? <laughs> that is uh, that is some tough shit. Uh, I agree. Is. That is uh, <laughs> it's a lot of money they're raking in. That is a lot. How of many? Money. How much did you say? Four point five billion. Four point three billion for the SEC, one point three for CFTC. Goodness. Yeah, I got one more story that I just found here. What do you got? Uh, this is from Masari.io in by way of CoinDesk. It looks like um, BitBay, which is an exchange, announces it will delist the privacy coin Monero. So I mm. think this is pretty interesting, actually. A cryptocurrency exchange, BitBay based in Estonia, which I think we're pretty big in Estonia. I think we are. I'm not 100% sure it's a real country though. Uh, I'm pretty sure we, I saw on our chartable that we are up there in Estonia. Shout out to my Estonians. Yo, mad love. 
Griffin <laughs> um, announced yesterday that it would delist Monero on February 19th, 2020. The exchange will cease deposits of XRM on Friday, November 29th. Um, and then there's a week-long period between November 29th and December 5th where withdrawals will be temporarily blocked. Um, and they'll have until May 20th to withdraw any remaining XMR. Uh, the exchange stated that Monero is being delisted due to its privacy features and the decision was made to block the possibility of money laundering and inflow from external networks. So um, it's a licensed exchange and they must comply with market standards and regulations, blah, 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 this and that. We've heard that a million times. Um, but it's interesting because this announcement is the latest trend in, of exchange delistings for privacy coins specifically. So Coinbase, who we just talked about, delisted Zcash from all its UK markets in August. Um, in 2018, Japanese regulators banned all cryptocurrencies providing anonymity features um, from Japanese exchanges. And privacy, you know, we've heard about these privacy coins and what they could potentially be, but it seems that the regulators are kind of starting to take a stand against them, right? So um, it says here, maybe the ultimate fault line between cryptocurrency and existing financial system. Anonymity creates anxiety for regulators who may be fundamentally opposed to absolute privacy, while anonymity is also fundamental to fulfilling the vision of censorship-resistant privacy or private money. Um, this will be an important trend to follow, especially as Bitcoin, the spearhead of the industry, slow makes its push towards increased privacy. Uh, there's some that have even speculated that the issue of privacy is so polarizing that it could be the source of the next contentious Bitcoin hard fork chamber. Really? Thoughts? Uh, I agree. I think that's, that is a very hot topic. Privacy um, when we were kind of in that Hot alt. topic. <laughs> Hot, hot topic. <laughs> uh, but privacy at the kind of the tail end of the last kind of alt, big alt season that we had was was huge. You know, like that was that was the uh, the soup du jour, if you will. Uh, it's the soup of the day. Um, <laughs> uh, we're uh, on one today. <laughs> we sure are. Um, but yeah, it was it was really huge. Like you had you know uh, Monero, Zcash, Pivx. Uh, I think Dash. Sumo coin. Sumo coin. That's correct. Shout out to the uh, deceased podcast Coin Talk. Yeah, they were big sumo, big sumo fans. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so obviously that conversation has gone by the wayside a little bit. Um, you know, besides these little news articles here and there. Um, but I'm a I, I, I'm a big fan of the privacy coins. I think there's an opportunity there, but it is going to be very polarizing. I think as you know, mass adoption comes into play um, where countries, uh, obviously, you know, big countries like the U.S. and China will definitely be looking at that very, very closely. Um, and that will either hurt it or help it. And I'm not sure which, which what way What do you think about Bitcoin moving towards more privacy? We've heard about this a little I, bit, but... I mean, I don't think the main... Some, I think it is very polarizing. I think some people are staunch yes, some people are very hard no. And now, I, I think Bitcoin as it is today uh, will, will continue. Obviously, we're going to have a hard fork off of that. Um, but like there's Bitcoin private, I want to say, I think is... You know that's already a thing, 
So there, I, yeah. I think I think privacy coins based off of the Twitter, you know, code or the Twitter code, the Bitcoin code, um, already exist. Um, but I mean, and I think Bitcoin Private already exists, and I think that's what it is. I think it's a a, a privacy coin. I mean, yeah, yeah, but I think what they're, I think this debate is more around. Um, the actual like Bitcoin the main chain, yeah, core. and how they can make, yeah, exactly, and how they can make that a little more private slash anonymous, um, which is interesting. Um, I'm interested to see how that will go. Yeah, it's definitely. I I'm mean, it's sure going to be a huge feel strongly either way. I feel like, I feel like if Bitcoin goes private or you know that way, it's going to hinder i think some mass adoption i would 100%. say yeah. wouldn't you say uh, I, I would i would um, my my guess would be if bitcoin did that yeah it, things would take a, a really big turn uh like you said just mass adoption wise um I, I i mean my gut would say that bitcoin stays more or less the way it currently is for the foreseeable future uh you know maybe little tweaks here and there but i i can't imagine it going very private i mean it's you know, it's not really private now. Uh, I mean, if nobody knows who... No, it's definitely not. I mean, if you... I mean, I, public keys are public keys, and there's not a name associated with it, but, I mean, there's are right, smarter people than us. As soon as you know somebody's private key... Exactly. It's, it's, or public key, you can see right inside their wallet, you know? Right, and you can follow the trail. And I guarantee you, you know, if you've done KYC anywhere, um, you know, people could, you know, smarter people than us could backtrack any bitcoin wallet to a, an exchange wallet and then get you know what i mean like i feel yeah. like it wouldn't be difficult to figure out who people are yeah get so, at me you can <laughs> try to know me i dare yeah. you you don't know yeah. me i don't use my real name in kyc <laughs> <laughs> you think my real name's bunch you wrong <laughs> wrong <laughs> wrong <laughs> random uh, <laughs> Anyway, uh, oh, by the way, uh, so that's going to do it for us for news. However, uh, I had a proud husband moment the other day. As nice. you, as the uh, listeners know, we are obsessed with uh, Tim Robinson and the show. I think you should leave. Um, I travel a lot for work. I was texting my wife, and she's like, oh, I'm laying in bed watching TV. I said, oh, my God, all right, what are you watching? And she said, I'm watching the choking skit from I Think You Should Leave. And I was like, on your own? <laughs> and That's amazing. Like, yeah. I'm like, wow. This, I, that was my proudest moment. <laughs> that is that is very nice. I, um, the one thing that I'm very upset about is, I, I, I'm sure it wouldn't be very difficult to create this, but when I, when I go to tweet something, and especially when somebody is wrong on something or somebody says something, I want that GIF, like the yes, wrong GIF, yes, and it doesn't wrong. exist. <laughs> it doesn't exist yet, and I, I need it to exist. And I want the random one, too. Yeah, random. <laughs> but, yeah. yeah, no, it's... Um, oh, uh, speaking of, I watched um, the Jordan Peele movie Us oh, I today. Saw. I saw that. Yeah, I feel like people were shitting on it early on because they wanted. It. it was very good. Um, really, I, I wouldn't say like obviously Get Out was you know amazing. Now that's different than This Is Us, right? Correct. This Is Us <laughs> oh, is a TV oh, okay. show with a lot of crying, I believe. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, us is a horror movie uh, made by written and directed by Jordan Peele, um, and it was getting a lot of flack because it wasn't you know um, uh, Get Out. And right. I thought it was very good. But the fun part in is uh, one of the secondary characters is Tim Heidecker from 
you know, Tim, oh, and, Tim and Eric, uh, but is 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 our favorite one of our favorite characters from I think you should leave uh, is the gazpacho uh, the, soup gazpacho soup yes correct yeah. uh, and he's very good in it uh, so yeah shout out that was uh, for those of you who like him he's in that movie and uh, it does a pretty good job well there you go we snuck in a recommendation segment there there so, it is that's there's a free lesson <laughs> <laughs> all right so that's gonna do it for us for news we are going into a new segment here. It's called Hot Tweets. 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 (laughs) (laughs) For the record, we spent about, uh, oh, I would say a good 15 minutes just saying hot tweets into the microphone. Hot Tweets. And laughing hysterically. So hot I hope tweets. I hope you made a I can only hope in retrospect that you did make a drop out of all of those hot tweets. I can't imagine we, I didn't. Uh, <laughs> we'll, only time will tell. But only uh, time will tell, and I hope that you did, and I hope it's as disturbing as we thought it was funny. So <laughs> hot tweets. We are just going to go around the horn in C T and uh, talk about some tweets that we see out in the world and kind of get some talking points off of that so we'll give you you give you the shout out here and uh we're gonna talk about some hot tweets chamber you got a hot tweet i do have one um <laughs> my buddy uh this is from my buddy godson uh, oh yeah and he's always good for a tweet uh he so i don't know if you've seen this there's been a today there's been a uh it looks like it's a screenshot of instagram uh, and the Instagram person, I want to make sure I, I give the, the proper kudos here, is Metaphysical Megan. Um, and uh, oh. <laughs> Meta- Met- Metaphysical Megan is, uh, is, is <laughs> it's too much. I can't do it. Uh, it <laughs> says here, for the past few weeks, I've included sunning my bum and yoni <laughs> into my daily rising routine. Uh, so it's an Instagram of this. I thought it was a dude at first, but I think it might be so a lady <laughs> um, on a rock in what looks to be, um, you know, maybe the Arizona desert, Nevada desert, California, but it's some sort of West Coast desert. And uh, she is holding her toes, laying on her back on this big rock and uh, pointing her butthole and <laughs> vagina towards the sun. Um, and True north. True, yeah, true north. Uh, and Godson uh, retweeted this and, and uh, goes on to say, Black Twitter needs to see this. And I thought that was very funny. I was gonna, I, w- I was the first one to like it. I, I didn't want to be that guy, but I'm like, is Black Twitter just when I put it on night mode uh, on my feed? <laughs> but I didn't, I didn't tweet that. But shout out, that was a very good one. That made, that was, uh, that made me laugh uh, hysterically today. So shout out to uh, Godson. Oh my god. All right. I have a couple here that are uh I think I guess a little more thought provoking and oh, none uh, of mine are by the way. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm going to give you these in a series because they all come from the same person and it's a series of polls and okay. um I think you would be interested in the results. I'm going to actually quiz you. Okay. Right. So these come from our friend of the show and get former guest, one-time guest DJ Thistle. Ooh. And these were from today, about an hour ago. Um, 
and they are a series of polls. Here is the first one, and I'm going to give you some options. You're going to tell me what you would answer, and then I'm going to tell you what, or I'm going to have you guess what the most popular answer was. Okay. All right. So the first poll, do you listen to crypto podcasts? And the options are regularly, sometimes, or never. Okay. So what would your answer be? Uh, can doing I, I listen to ours the most, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I obviously I, I listen to all of our shows at least once. So I would say you're regularly. I would say I can't but besides that one, um, I will listen to um, I'll listen to Ledgercast with yep. uh, Brian and uh, Josh. Josh. Um, that one is a go-to for me. Um, and then I'll listen to our buddies across the pond uh, at Crypto Weekly. I was listening to them today. So those are really just the three I listen to, I think, overall, uh, obviously including ours. But you listen to most of their episodes, you would say, right? So I would say um, that's regularly. Yeah, I'd say know? pretty regularly. Yeah. I would say you're probably regularly. Um, I answered regularly, too. Um, of course, uh, there's a bunch of them that I am subscribed to and listen to. Um, you know, Bad Crypto, Crypto Street, LedgerCast, all those, Crypto Weekly. Uh, I think I'm subscribed to Pomps, but I don't listen to his as I feel often. like he doesn't put out that many oh no he's got a ton all Does the he? time yeah and then yeah. uh peter what bitcoin did um and so i'm a, i'm subscribed to a lot of them and i listen. To, i don't listen to every episode of every one but i listen to a lot because i'm always on the road so that is what i answered uh that answer got 14 percent of the vote okay that makes sense uh, what what do you think took uh the highest so, so give me the options again Regularly, sometimes, never. Never? Never did, with 50% of the vote. That's all right. That means we have a more uh, a little bigger piece of the pie to get here. Uh, yeah. so that's all good. Right. And, how, and how many votes did that one get? Uh, in the last, so it's only been up for an hour, but 150. Okay, that's a good sample size. Yeah. All right, so most of these have that many votes, and they've been up for about an hour. Okay. Um, here is poll number two. Mm-hmm. What do most crypto podcasts provide you as a listener in <laughs> all caps? What do they provide you? Right. One, just something to listen to, TBH. Two, actionable information on the tech side. Uh, three, good value on learning how to trade, a.k.a. make money. Uh, four is other. First of all, that's not enough options, Thistle. Uh, what about? You can, you're only allowed to do four in a poll. Well, the other is not an option, I guess. Well, I guess it says it please comment if you right. have, if other is your thing. And then, so. sorry, what was the first one? Uh, just something to listen to. Just something, I guess so. I feel, yeah. Um, yeah, uh, I guess just something to listen to. Is what that, that's what I answered as well. Um, what do you think the most popular answer was? Um, provi- like, uh, like provide you know some some advice on how to trade or how to make money that one so that was number two okay uh, the number one answer so what do most crypto podcasts provide you as a listener uh the answer there is 
entertainment is what the poll option says, uh, aka just something to listen to. Okay. At 39%, trading info, 30%, tech info, 18%, and other got 13% of okay. this vote. So entertainment uh, was something to listen to? Yes. Okay, because so that, that's where that, we would fall in, obviously. That's what that's what it's a that's what the person's people's opinions are that what most podcasts do currently, right? Right. Uh, the next poll: What do you what do you as a listener want crypto podcasts to provide? Same same options. Just something to listen to, actionable information on tech, good value on learning how to trade, make money, or for other. I would say entertainment, to be honest. Um, but that being said, there should be, like we've said this lots, like it should be all of those things. Like, you know what I mean? There's, you're not going to have one podcast that checks all the boxes. You're, you're probably going to need, if, if you like podcasts and if you like crypto, you probably have maybe three to f- six podcasts that you have in kind of regular rotation. Um, and, you know, three or six of those are going to provide different things. Uh, like we provide... I think we provide one thing that's definitely <laughs> you know it's, de- it's definitely not a couple of those things it's so entertainment right exactly just something so to listen to <laughs> but i mean the reason i listen to ledger um like because they're super smart and you know they seem that they provide something that we don't provide you know what i mean and right. and you know again my my bravado will seep out a little bit here but you know the reason i listen to our show and Ledger and uh, and Crypto Weekly is like we provide those three different things, and I think those three shows, uh, like our show, provides a little bit more entertainment. Uh, I think Ledger Cast provides a little bit more knowledge based, you know, crypto stuff, and then you know, Crypto Weekly is more of a news base. Like it's, it's if you want to get that crypto news, I think they're kind of the best one for that. So. You would answer one, which is what I answered, right? <laughs> uh, what do you think was the most popular answer? How to make money? Yes. Uh, 41% of the vote. Uh, second was actionable information on the tech side at 27% of the vote. Um, next was other. <laughs> and the number four answer with 15% of the vote was entertainment or just something to listen, listen. to. <laughs> People are voting what they want, what they think they want. We know what they want. Uh, we know right, what you last want. Last part of this poll, which I thought maybe I found the most interesting. What? Uh, and this is worded poorly, but basically, what way do you consume your crypto media content? Podcast, YouTube, blogs, or other? What's your answer? Uh, for me, it's it's podcasts. Um, what do you think the number one answer is? You know what? I, I think YouTube. We were like, talking about this the other day, and that is correct. I answered podcast. The number one overall answer by far yeah, was right? YouTube. 48% of the vote. Uh, coming in second was blog uh, with 19%. Coming in third was podcast at 17%. And other was 16% of the vote. So what do you think the percentage of people uh, say that are in crypto that just listen to podcasts in general? Like just the, the Joe Rogan podcast or I, I mean, know, it seems like 17%. Right, exactly. <laughs> like, I mean, I think it's just people. Or, or you mean, oh, you mean other podcasts. Yeah, exactly. Just podcasts. Like, are, do you consume any sort of podcast at any point? And I feel like that number is still pretty low when you look at just the general Overall, population. You mean, yeah. yeah. 
I would say so too. I think the podcast space is small. Right. Somebody I, said the top I mean, of crypto podcast was coming in 2020. And I, I saw that tweet. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't think so. I'll be here enough, for it. <laughs> right, exactly. I don't think enough people listen to podcasts yet, so I, I, I feel like there's no top yet. We'll see. We'll see what happens. We'll see. But anyway, maybe we need to go to YouTube is the point. Yeah, that might not be a bad idea. Or at least video. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got any more uh, hot tweets? I do have a hot one here. Uh, this is from... Um, uh, our, our friend Roy Blackstone, friend of the show, uh, he, he tweeted this out two days ago. Uh, I'm still—I don't know if this is a- accurate or not. Um, so I don't know if this is just a sarcastic fake tweet or this is actually some parts are real, some parts are fake, or if it's all real. Uh, but uh, he says uh, 2019 was a great year. Uh, double hand clap. Um, things things that happened in 2019: gained 50 pounds, wife left me, lost my job. <laughs> But 14k Bitcoin started a crack addiction. Uh, here's to a strong finish and an even better 2020. <laughs> and I got 1500 likes. Uh, wow! So, yeah. Really? <laughs> oh man. That's so I don't funny. know. Um, you think uh, I, I, I? We've we've had him on the show. I don't remember him saying he was married, but we've had him on the show this year, so maybe that happened. No, this cannot this be true. He's, no? Everything. Basically, he told us everything he tweets. <laughs> <laughs> fake news to, yeah and then and then he just had to tell your son after everything tell your son <laughs> run tell that um, run tell that <laughs> so yes I like that one I thought it was very funny as well anyway that's gonna do it for hot tweets hot tweets <laughs> uh, anybody still listening we love you because... yeah thanks for listening we really appreciate it <laughs> alright so it is Thanksgiving in the US uh, Chamber has some Thanksgiving fun facts for us. Chamber, take it away. All right. Um, so, I, yeah, I was looking for some Thanksgiving stuff. This is from goodhousekeeping.com. Of um, course it is. Of course it What's is. What's your favorite non-pornographic mag- magazine? Good Housekeeping? <laughs> What's that from? I forgot. Step Brothers. It is. Did we just become best friends? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so there's a list of like 50 things here, but I'm just going to go through the things that really, you know, made uh, made me take a double uh, a double take. Um, let's start with uh, the first Macy's Day Thanksgiving Parade. Sorry, the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade didn't feature any balloons. Uh, did you know that? So this Interesting. Is, uh, yeah, if you can't imagine the Macy's Day th- or the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade without a giant float featuring your favorite characters, you'd probably barely recognize the first one in the 1920s. Um, it uh, it did have puppets riding floats, as well as singers and celebrities, and of course Santa Claus, um, but no balloons whatsoever. Uh, they came a little bit later, um, so yeah. Do, have you ever? You've. I know you grew up in Jersey. Did you ever I've go there? I've actually been to it. Yes. Yeah, I, have, I thought that I was. Have, I have and, been to is it. it impressive as 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 they make it seem? Yeah, it's very crowded, but it is it is a good. It's good to go to once. Yeah. Really. It's okay. a one and done. It's a one and doneer for me. But. <laughs> All right. So this one I thought was pretty funny. Uh, the Butterball Turkey Talk Line answers <laughs> almost one hundred thousand calls each 
uh, Thanksgiving season. Shut uh, up. Yeah, so many people roast a big bird just once a year and understandably need a little help. In 2016, the company's popular cooking crisis management team also introduced a 24-hour text message line uh, uh, for the lead-up to the big day. So if you're wondering why the turkey isn't turning out quite right, fear not. Help is just one call or text message away. So Butterball Turkey Talk Line, 100,000 calls per season. I really wish we knew I knew this before. We should have called it like we should have prank called the butterball turkey <laughs> with like really weird turkey questions. <laughs> this one was it. this one was one of my favorite. Uh, this is number twenty three of the list. Black Friday is the busiest day of the year for who do you think? Uh, obviously, it's not. You know, it's we're, we'll take out the shopping and these and retail stores. Uh, what? Do you, do you have a guess on what that could be? Um, it's it's definitely somebody you call uh, for service. I was going to say trash. Close, but trash. Uh, Black Friday is the busiest day of the but year for, for plumbers. Uh, oh, my God. Oh, thank, that doesn't surprise me at all. Thanks to all the food we gobble on Thanksgiving, our house gets stressing out the plumbing system. Roto-Rooter reports that kitchen drains, garbage disposal, and, yes, toilets require more attention the day after Thanksgiving than any other day of the year. Um, don't be a shy eater. Yeah. Don't, don't, be, don't be afraid to decimate that, uh, that toilet. Um, Roto-Rooter's got you covered. Exactly. Um, I'll do one last one here. Uh, this one lets the Americans know, uh, Canada also celebrates Thanksgiving, but they do it on a different day. Uh, our neighbors to the North also celebrate Thanksgiving, but they do so on a different day. Uh, and for a different reason, while American Thanksgiving pays homage to a feast between pilgrims and the native Americans, the Canadian celebration commemorates a feast between English explorer, Martin Frobisher and his crew after their successful sail from England to the Canadian territory in 1578. Uh, Canadian Thanksgiving falls on a different date too and takes place on the second Monday in October every year. So are you just like working on Thursday? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's just a regular, a regular work day. Regular work day and Friday. Yeah. Man, it's actually a big day. Kind of weird. Like, you know, I work I work uh, for a company that, you know, it, it's 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 a Black Friday is a big day, uh, retail wise. Right. Um, yes. So it's uh, yeah we, we we've been planning and you know our phones are our phones are on you know Friday Saturday Sunday um, back when the dollar uh, you know so wait hold on do you have Black Friday we have Black Friday Canada? sales without Thanksgiving correct got it interesting okay. yeah so and the reason for that is I mean uh, they're not really technically tied together like, r- right no, they are and they like aren't a, right. Right, but uh, back you just associate the, it with Thanksgiving here, but it's not really anything to do with it. During the last recession in two thousand eight, um, what was happening is the dollar, the Canadian dollar versus the U.S. dollar, uh, was actually I think it, it, the Canadian dollar was worth more at, at a certain point. Um, so what was happening is like in Canada we have uh, Boxing Day, which is the yep. day after uh, Christmas. Christmas, which is our a huge retail day. Uh, and what was happening is uh, because the dollar was performing better than the U.S. dollar, uh, Black Friday deals, like a lot of us live like right on the border. Like I'm about, you know, an hour and a hour right. from the border so if were, I want. People were com- you coming were across, right? The, and yeah. local retailers were losing out. So slowly but surely, uh, you know, retailers here in Canada started doing Black Friday sales to keep people here. But now it makes no sense. 
um, this is one of my gripes for my actual work, is we, we, we have our two biggest sale days of the year six weeks apart from each other. Um, right. and, and one cannibalizes the other. So I personally wish we would do away with Black Friday uh, in Canada because, A, we're not going to lose any business to the U.S. because our dollar is, you know, 75 cents to your dollar. Right. Um, so, you know, no one's going over across the border. And if they do, they're just dumb. Um, so I, it makes no sense for us to, to have Black Friday. But, you know, here we are. Interesting. Very interesting. All right. Is that going to do it for your Thanksgiving facts? Yes, it is. Well, here we are, winding down another year of crypto. Uh, we are some odd 130-something episodes into this podcast. We are going to talk about what Chamber is thankful for. It's just me. <laughs> well, I'll, no, I'll add some in here, but <laughs> I'll add some in here. But I could hear you furiously writing stuff down when I, I was. said it. So <laughs> we're going to start with you. Chamber, what are you thankful for in crypto? Um, I am thankful uh, that advertisers don't listen to the show. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's hilarious. I think that's the one thing I'm most thankful for. So anytime we do get an advertiser, it's, I, I, we haven't heard anything back. I feel we say a lot of crazy stuff um, that most legitimate shows... Maybe we they get do. Into. Maybe they do. Maybe they just like it, but... I feel like we would have heard by now, uh, either way. We never so. say anything detrimental to advertising. Definitely not to the brand, uh, right. but in, in general. Uh, <laughs> hey, look, I mean, if people are buying your product, who the hell cares what we say? <laughs> that is a fact. So you know? uh, shout out to advertisers. Um, do, you, do you want me to go through my list here? Um, yeah, because I don't want to steal any of yours. So, you know, I, I, don't, want you, I my, don't want you to get out of here without giving your proper <laughs> homage that you... <laughs> you want to give so uh, the other thing I'm thankful for is you uh, and oh, the reason for that I was going to say you oh, <laughs> but I was maybe my reason is different um, <laughs> I go crazy you know how I am when it comes to crypto uh, You, I like having you to uh, keep me grounded uh, because you're a little bit more reasonable with uh, with what you like to do uh, and you keep my yin insane... and yang sir exactly so I, I think we complement each other well uh, if you're maybe a little too pessimistic I can you know yes uh, can, which you I, have done uh, right you, exactly I, yeah. I can throw a little formal or a little formal your way yeah, uh, yeah and you can bring down my formal with a little fud and yeah uh, yeah it's it's good oh uh, so we are instead of uh yin and yang in crypto it's fomo and fud fomo and fud yeah <laughs> <laughs> Someone, oh man, we need like the uh, like a circle icon of like both of our logo, both of our avatars, like on the yin and yang. FOMO and, and FUD. FOMO and FUD. I like that. On that. I think yep. that would be good. Yeah. And then the last thing, uh, besides advertisers not listening to the show, I'm also thankful for my wife not listening to the show. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, but and no, I'm, I'm actually more thankful. Um, that uh, she doesn't know uh, what crypto is and uh, doesn't <laughs> ask me to show her and any wallets or anything. I was like just that. gonna say so, uh, that she doesn't sh she doesn't know your public key. Correct. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm very thankful for. So, uh, do do you have any anything? Uh, well, crypto? I was going to I was going to say you because uh, you know for obvious reasons. Uh, thankful for having this uh, show with you. It's been a lot of fun to do. I am thankful for anybody and everybody who listens to the show, advertisers or not, <laughs> uh, because if nobody listened to the show, 
you know, it would just be me and you talking into the abyss. Uh, right. So we appreciate, or I do at least, because Chamber is definitely a grateful so fuck. <laughs> I can take you or leave you at this point. <laughs> all of our, all of our gracious and loyal listeners. Um, I'm surprised you didn't say this one. Um, just crypto Twitter. Uh, you're <sighs> way more active on crypto. Twitter I am than very I am, grateful for crypto Twitter. I but like I'll tell you why I'm not. Our, I feel like half of our content comes from crypto Twitter. I feel like I'm not appreciated enough on crypto Twitter. Uh, uh, so that's why so I didn't feel like underappreciated. I do. I feel like, uh, you know what? Uh, shout out to um, uh, crypto. The five people that like your post. No, not, not that. <laughs> um, I feel like this person is out there doing what I want to do uh, and is getting recognized for it. So I want to show him some love. And that's, uh, he just changed his name from Charles the ETH. Uh, to Crypto Charles, uh, he's got a. I think he's got a podcast as well. I don't listen to it, um, but uh, he he. I like the way he tweets, and he is appreciated for oh it. So shout out to Charles. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like this guy tweets like I do. <laughs> I'm like this guy tweets like Chamber. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So shout out to Charles. Um, you know, game recognizing game at this point. Uh, crossover episode incoming? Maybe we'll see. I don't know if that, I don't know if the universe can handle uh, you know a Charles Chamber uh, you know meeting of the minds. Interesting. Be, be too uh, too much uh, too much confidence in one room. <laughs> also, you know, just crypto in general. Obviously, well, so obviously, without crypto Twitter, we would have never started this podcast. Um, and then crypto in general. Without that, you know, we wouldn't be here where we are. And, uh, you know, I'm thankful for all that stuff. So I appreciate every one of you guys out there listening um, and all your five-star reviews, even if you call us uh, virgins yeah, absolutely. in our mother's basements, like Bitcoin Ben did. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's it. That that's, is it. That's gonna do it for us. Let's land this bird. We uh, <laughs> let's land I'm this sorry. turkey. <laughs> let's land this turkey. I'm sorry that I interjected with all the weird voices and everything I did today. <laughs> We're good. You know, it's just kind of my thing. But uh, until next time, don't have a wrecked position, <laughs> and that is financial advice. <laughs> Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening. You can help support us by giving us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and become a wrecked patron by signing up for a monthly tier on Patreon.com. That's Patreon.com forward slash wrecked podcast. Don't get wrecked.